Keks. Keks. That's a new intro now. I'm just sampling that. Hello and welcome to episode 93 of Geeks, the world's number one entertainment podcast recorded live in these rooms. I'm your host, Al White, and joining me for a little fireside chat, Justin Maraconda. Hello. My last name's actually Macaroni. So. I think about it yesterday. I had a delicious, I'm in Colorado at the moment, and I went to this little Austrian restaurant, and they had a traditional Austrian macaroni there, oh, uh, which has nice. little potatoes and little bits of bacon in it. And you know us Macaronis are all around the world. You stick together. We're <laughs> just gooey, delicious fun. <laughs> what is what is your your preferred type of macaroni? Yeah, I like oven baked mac and cheese. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they got bacon in it. Not not like tiny slivers of bacon. We're talking like bacon lardons or whatever. Those big. Oh wow, nice you're like a big chunky. And then uh, the mac and cheese is creamy. It's like gooey, and then you got nice little baked uh, crumble kind of top. So oh, you like the sort of bread crummy top to it. Yeah. Because then it yeah, gives you, you a little like, bit of rack. Yeah. You know, because then <laughs> you could have all wetness and then you're like, ah, oh, if I just had like a little bit of something that was dry in there. You know, like yeah, when you you're don't eating all, soup. You don't all wetness. Yeah. <laughs> then you're just screwed. You know, like when you're eating soup and then you put crackers in it because you want yep. something that's a little bit oh, solid. You want solid and it's food. It's all in about there. the texture factor. I agree yeah. with you. For me with yeah. any food, it's like I want some texture in there. My actual favorite thing to do, I think I've said this once before on a podcast, my favorite thing to do with mac and cheese is I chop up some fresh tomato, chuck that in at the end so I don't get too sick. Otherwise, because oh. I like to eat a lot of mac and cheese, but if I just eat it pure, I can feel pretty sick, you know? Yeah, because it's so pure fresh sludge. Tomatoes, <laughs> and then I roast, I toast, some, uh, I toast some walnuts and I put those bad boys in there. Wow, this um, just that, sounds like a crunch. gourmet. You're like, actually, I have tomatoes and roasted almonds. <laughs> and then I just put some nuts. caviar on top and of I, it with a little bit of flour. And then I have a side of mac and cheese to add on it. <laughs> I Okay, I want you to go away and think about this for the next time that we podcast together. But okay. I, was, I, I like to put walnuts in quite a few things. I put them on pizzas, which later on I found out I'm vindicated with because they like to do that in Italy. But I put them in pastas and salads, whatever. And walnuts. I suddenly, I was lying there and I suddenly said to Katie... I'm struggling to think of a single dish that wouldn't be improved with walnuts. <laughs> I would say clam chowder would not improve it. It wouldn't be oh. improved if you had clam or walnuts at clam chowder. Interesting. You'd yeah, be like, you this is a f- weird combination. Yeah, I don't eat clam chowder. You might have a point. I yeah. might have a point. We went for a lot because then we realized the problem is it's even for desserts. You put candied walnuts with nearly anything. It tastes fucking great. Yeah, you can't you can't do no with clam chowder though. Not clam chowder. There you go. And you corn dogs. Blink immediately. <laughs> oh man, I'll put some walnuts in a corn dog. I'd be pretty I guess, happy. I with guess that. I, I guess that could work. Yeah. I think it's if it's something fishy, it's it's like a borderline. You might not be able to. Yeah, yeah. Fish the more might fishy be the it link. is, the least walnuts you can do. Because we went as crazy as we could. We went to like sushi and I was like, you know what? I wouldn't even mind a, a roll with a little bit of walnut in there. That could yeah, be kind of nice. You get away with it, especially if it's like a candy walnut. But mm. if it's just, I don't know, tuna fish, like you wouldn't open a can of tuna fish and just throw walnuts in it. You're like, nah. Well, okay. You say that, my friend. But, but then what I, of salads? I, kind I, of yeah. Like, and I eat a lot of tuna sandwiches, a lot of tuna sandwiches. And last week... We were on this little riding retreat in Colorado and we just stocked up on loads of food. And I was like, what do I have? And I was like, all right, I got some wraps. I'm going to make myself a little tuna, tuna wrap. So I saw what else there was and it wasn't much else to put in there. I had a few bits of rocket, so a few, a few bits of rocket, 
grate a bit of parmesan in there and then i realized oh i got some walnuts that we toasted for this other meal and I hadn't used them <laughs> so i just thought fuck it and i've been tuna sandwiches my entire life I like could at one see it point adding, daily adding a like a texture and it was so stuff. good it was yeah. so good having Let's a toasted that. walnut tuna parmesan wrap delicious nice i don't think you can add it to a hawaiian dish locomoco you know the rice gravy egg hamburger patty because then you're gonna you have to take your word on that yeah because if you had if you had a walnut into it it's just a different base you know your base oh, like are... you say just just a single walnut if you add a single, <laughs> single <lonely> walnut, walnut <laughs> just, just crying the, there's just no room for nuts in there <laughs> just all noted all right well done you are you're finding all the problems in my plan for world domination <laughs> It was my new idea for how you'd like start a Walnut Enterprise and just all the adverts like you can fucking put it with anything. <laughs> just chuck but, it with anything. Um, pardon me. Except the following things. Yeah. The um, walnuts in jello with like slices of ooh. apple and grape <laughs> is so good. My grandmother used to great. make that. She used to be like, here's a jello with all of your favorite things in it. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is amazing. That's awesome, actually. Yeah, you should oh man, do a jello and put literally your favorite things in. I'd put yeah. some of those I'll put some of those little, you know, the little uh, Kinder Egg fingers, like the Kinder. Buenos? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not or the just the ones, sticks. But you know, the stick ones. Yeah. yeah. Just the yeah, delicious totally white filling. That. Chuck some of them in there. Yeah. You could chuck and anything in chow, to be honest. And depending on what your flavor is, it'd be good. Except for clam chowder. Clam chowder is <laughs> the only thing that doesn't work with anything. <laughs> you can't put clam chowder I think it's just the clam aspect. Yeah. Well, maybe clams just weren't meant to be eaten. Maybe that's what we're learning. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, man? It's 2018. This is our first time podcasting together since, since the dawn. I feel like we did a podcast. Oh, no, we haven't. No, it's been a while, man. It's been a while. I to don't think I've seen last you week. since last year. Nope. Yeah. We have not. Because I've been out of state. I've been in Colorado the whole time, pretty yeah. much. I was in, I, I was in I Vegas for a bit. Left. Yeah, you're in Portland. Is that right? Yeah, with blonde hair, teal hair. No, you, yeah, well, you went. You went from a the rainbow law. of colors. <laughs> now you're back to trusty black hair. Yeah. You look good, man. Looking good. Thanks, man. I try. Um, I wanted to talk over because our last three uh, podcasts on a regular show were talking about our, our favorite films and games of last year, which you were involved with. Yes. And then we did one on our favorite TV shows, which was with Alex and Bethany and Katie. And I want us to talk about what's happened in 2018 because we didn't get a chance to do that. So most of this podcast is going to be about that. We're going to be talking about not the whole entire year, but the first quarter. All right. I think we should talk about the end up to the end of March. But we've missed some big fucking things, man, that have been happening, which I know you and I have been talking about personally, but we haven't had a way to talk about it on a podcast forum. Yeah. But uh, there is some weird shit going on over the last 10 days of announcements. Let's just get right into it, shall we? Because this is a big one. Nintendo Labo. Yeah. Is that how we're saying it? Labo? Labo. Like a laboratory? Yeah, I think so. They're like, Nintendo Laboratory. That sounds too big for adults. I mean, for kids. Labo, there we go. Labo did it. This fucking this came out of nowhere. This yeah. is just like suddenly appeared. They had that little mini direct that they called it mini direct, but it was actually packed full of cool stuff. Yeah. And then under a week later, they came out with this. So for people who don't know, and I can't imagine anyone doesn't know, this is essentially a new thing, product from Nintendo. They did stipulate originally it's mostly made, you know, it's it's aimed at kids, but obviously it's like most Nintendo products has a wider appeal. <laughs> yeah. It is basically cardboard sheets 
that you punch out yourself you build them like your own little homemade ikea sort of thing they have varying levels of complexity to them some of them have strings and stuff and like eyelets you have to kind of you know weave stuff into each other to make the mechanisms work and then you attach them around your nintendo switch or portions of your nintendo switch to allow you to play games in different intuitive kind of hands-on sort of ways so there's three packs coming there is the toycom one pack which has a there's a variety kit in that yeah. which is 69.99 or it's 59 pounds 99 in that you get a fishing rod just look at these one by one and show which because yeah there's like a fishing rod one which then on the switch you're like you're going fishing it's kind of self-explanatory really yeah but there's one that's a motorbike one so you're yeah racing a motorbike and you use two sort of cardboard uh, handles to like rev your bike and stuff you you ride a motorbike do you only rev on one hand is that right yeah one's for uh left hand is your clutch like the little lever and then your right hand's the throttle and then your brake right i'm expecting pinpoint accuracy here from nintendo with this stuff yeah it's pretty spot on though i'm like this is cool it's fucking weird and then there's an rc car uh remote control car there is a little house which i forget was what actually happens in the house what's the game in that? i think it's a house i'm looking <laughs> okay. at the design thing so yeah it's you got yeah a little i don't know i'm trying to zoom in but it's not letting me but it looks like a house like you could play house or something i don't i don't understand that one i don't understand um, it either and the one that definitely caught people's attention was the piano which looks fucking cool like you have these cardboard little keys i do well let's because yeah let's get into the meat of it but let's let's just go for what it is so there's that then there's the toy con 2 which is the robot kit which was at the end of the trailer this is 79.99 alone or 69 pounds 99 and this is like this big uh backpack that you put on that's got like strings and stuff inside it yeah, and the like robot all arms yeah and you do this whole robot game where you're kind of sort of playing as the robot looks like yeah, and then in the what is that movie that had huge oh, real steel yeah it's kind of like real steel <laughs> that is true i hadn't thought of that and then i think only available in uk because i can't find this on on any us site it's a customization set for eight pound 99 this is just stickers stencils tape and different ways of basically you know stick it, stick and shit on your car oh yeah i've seen that i just don't see it on the u.s site yeah, yeah. i can't see it there but i was watching and people went crazy yeah. people were either either like you're a fucking idiot if you want to buy this because it's cardboard and oh my god nintendo how you, your overheads <laughs> like what are you doing and then the other side of the internet just fell in love with it immediately and was like this looks incredibly joyous and fun and you know exactly yeah. what nintendo does best making stuff for kids but that everybody wants to be a part of what about you i think it's pretty amazing like the variety kits are really cool it definitely you know i think it's something that'll segue kids into wanting to learn how to like use technology or build things the variety kit one's really really cool and you know for the price point is it's like oh you just basically are paying for the software almost because it's like 60 bucks or games or something like that and then ten dollars for all this cardboard stuff but the robot kit that one i it's awesome but in reality i know it would happen if i did buy it i would play it a few times and then i would just have this giant cardboard thing sitting around that's my genuine worry about most of this is like i think it looks really cool i love the idea of it and i agree with you i think for kids it's like such a cool hands-on thing get building stuff because yeah. nintendo have had that whole push haven't they with like they're out getting people outside you know um, yeah. initiative and I like that it really literally thinking outside the box. But I like, when I think I, about I, it. 
Sorry, no, I was, a, you're yeah. It's definitely for kids. <laughs> yeah, for well, sure. it's just like it's like you said. When I think about a piano and stuff, like, I think of me spending ages making it. It's not going to look as good as it did in the trailer for sure. I'm going to finally get it to work, and obviously it's a limited scale. There's not going to be outputs on this, so you can't record with it. So it's kind of like okay, well, what's really the point? And I won't know what the fuck to do with it. And then these bits of cardboard will end up getting bent and like pushed somewhere, kept in a cupboard somewhere, you know, like dank. <laughs> and yeah. It'll just end up being something where I really, really love it for a day, maybe two. And then I probably don't use it again. <laughs> I don't know. But it really depends on the games. And that's the thing is like they were showing the cardboard and how cool that is. All these games were very much in the background for the most part. I don't know how cool these games are going to be. That's the thing. It's like... Is yeah. it going to be a really good fishing game or just something very simple? Yeah. Is it going to be a good house game? <laughs> if you're eight years old, it'll be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And a nightmare for parents. But yeah, I mean, the potential of it's so cool, though. It's like yeah. I am excited about what the future could be from this and the technology it's using is really smart. When you see this sort of see them showing how the piano works with the two yeah. joy-con controllers i don't even understand so cool. how it works it's ah, fuck i don't know it's to do with the sensor and then reading like dimensions from it and stuff like yeah. it's really cool i was just like, like you guys cool. didn't build a video game system you built like a weapon <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be used for weapons at some point well, that's what i mean it's like they could do a lot with this so i'm interested in this is a proof of purchase i know like there are already people talking about you know uh, if they're making out of cardboard, they'll get the cardboard and then they'll remodel it from like plastic or metal or whatever so they can have permanent versions of these things if they want to. Yeah, I could see somebody designing like a piano thing for your Switch, which is like, you know, from 3D printing and make like really nice Switch piano sets. Yeah, Which exactly. would be sick. I mean, it'd be really cool if the piano, you know, it functions as like a normal MIDI board. You know, you could actually write yeah but there's no outputs and there's no software that's the problem so it's like that's what i mean it's like you yeah. build it you go plinky plonky plinky but then now what do i do <laughs> yeah but i'm just saying like in later development you know like it's a mini garage band that they have on it and then they make other little instruments you could play oh that'd be cool because it, it'd be awesome but then at some well, that's, point you'd that's be like, a cool that's an interesting future for it like is like what band. if you yeah what if they band rock band down and as you get like your free friends to come sorry your four friends to to hang out and play switch and each of you has like a little cardboard drum kit a little cardboard piano a little cardboard yeah. guitar or whatever microphone because there's there's already mics in it aren't there aren't there there's mics in the joy con aren't there or is it not oh i don't know well maybe not maybe i don't think so shit it's yeah. all falling apart damn <laughs> it's gone Disney, you fucked up maybe that'll be you the new only, release for the new joy con is a microphone play instrumentals <laughs> that's that, it. that actually kind of makes sense now like because also they haven't fully launched their whole like web services i'm like there is no microphone that's why there's no like friend yeah. chat thing because there's no microphone built in so there's a headphone jack though isn't there so like i mean i guess you can get rudimentary i guess like know. on the the whatever it's called the pro controller i think there is right right I mean, I, I'm actually hoping that they'll do a new version of the Switch with my biggest thing that I want. It's just a bigger screen. Every time I actually go to use it handheld, which is rare because I mostly play it on a big screen, yeah. is I'm surprised that the screen doesn't go to the edge of the screen, if you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, like, like 2.0, you know, it's going to yeah. be better. They always, whenever they make a new system, it is definitely an upgrade. You're not like, oh, you just made it slimmer. You're like, oh, no, yeah. you added a whole bunch of crap. Well, that's the thing, because Nintendo and no one, well, Sorry, not no one. 
everybody else does it now, but Nintendo have never reiterated their consoles, but they always reiterate their handhelds. Yeah. So it's like, well, which way around is Switch? Is it in their head a handheld and they're going to keep bringing out like the 2DS and the Lite and the XL and the blah, blah, blah? Or is it for them, you know, a console and this is it? And they're not going to deviate from that. Uh, I don't know. But whoever's running, I mean, you know, whoever's now leading Nintendo, they're doing a good job keeping the legacy going. They need to go. Yeah, honestly, yeah. man. If they, they need- sell any of these, the cardboard is such a smart yeah. idea. It's <laughs> yeah. the cheapest thing we can do. That's so entertaining to everyone. <laughs> Boom. Nintendo Labo. So, yeah, that comes out April the 20th in the USA and April the 27th in the UK. Aha. Uh-huh. Which... Yeah, I know. I'm going to be back in the UK at that point, so I'm going to get it a week later. Which Ha-ha. <laughs> Fuck I'll you. just be like, ah, that's old school, man. I burnt my cardboard <laughs> still around. cardboard. I'm on marble and ivory. <laughs> yeah. I'm on pure ivory. White so rhino other, ivory. <laughs> the, other, the other news that happened uh, only happened a few days ago, and this is to do with Xbox Game Pass. So for those of you who don't know, because I don't think many people do really understand Xbox Game Pass... Microsoft launched it last year. It's essentially like a Netflix service of you subscribe, you pay, was it something like, yes, yeah, $10 a month, put $9.99 per month, and you get access to over 100 Xbox One and 360 games. Obviously, there's quite a few 360 games in there. So, but well, the big announcement was that from March the 20th of this year, Microsoft will now be adding all Microsoft Studio games on release day so they're going to be starting with sea of thieves which comes out on march the 20th this is going to be on the pass yeah so this means that sea of thieves state of decay 2 crackdown 3 and all future halo gears of war forza and any other microsoft studio games will all be playable on the release day of that game for 9.99 dollars per month through their netflix sort of style game pass but it's not only on the release day you can play it. And after release day, it's <laughs> yeah, time. Taken like, off the well, next day. Gotta buy now. Too smart wording. I mean, this obviously makes it way more tempting uh, for people who aren't involved with Game Pass. And this is the inevitable future of what gaming will be. It will be Netflix-style services. You know? Yeah, I don't like it because I freaking hate not owning the titles. Like, that shit annoys me. I because agree. then it's like if you're not online you can't play and you're like well i don't want to go online right now i don't want five million people to talk to me or i don't want you know everyone to see what i'm playing maybe i'm playing you know something silly like barbie horse race and i don't want people to know <laughs> love that barbie horse race man yeah but and also i they agree can just with you but it's inevitable man they can take oh, it away. I agree. But people people don't seem to give a shit. I mean, people sign away their freedoms with everything. People very quickly adjusted to, oh, I don't own any films. I don't own any music. It's yeah. all Spotify. It's all Netflix. It's all Hulu. Games, you know, it's got to happen. And people keep trying. I think the problem is they tried for ages having it as a streaming service, which doesn't really work yet because streaming isn't capable in majority of the world to handle. Yeah, that's so much bandwidth. Also, the U.S. sucks an internet service so yeah good luck <laughs> trying yeah. to get everyone on a i don't know subscription based web running video game on but a is console game, is game pass though is game pass i haven't actually used it yet. i did actually sign up for it because i wanted to try it out but yeah, is game pass streaming or is it download i don't okay so like playstation has that service already so it's like yeah. playstation now and so you partially download it but it only because half like you download i guess basically the certain files that you need to have on your hard drive and then the rest is i think through like a streaming 
Right. And then when you try to play online, I, I think some of them don't have online play and some of them do because some are like super old, but then it, it would just lag so badly. I think if you're playing, you know, Halo yeah, 4. I've, yeah. No, absolutely. I've tried plenty of streaming services for that stuff and it's just a nightmare. Uh, even with decent That's internet. like a ton of servers you'd have to have. That's uh, increasing like way more. I, I, yeah, I don't... And it wouldn't last as $9.99 for like a whole year. They'd be like, dude, we got to increase these prices because there's way too much. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, you know, US bandwidth is... Or US internet is not good, so... I'm trying to look it up now because I want to know... Hang on. But I can tell you, while you're doing that, I'll read off some of the titles. You've got Blood Bowl, Brothers, D4, <laughs> Devil May Cry, Definite Edition, The Book of Unwritten Tales 2, Defense Grid 2, Electronic Superjoy, Farming Simulator 16. Farming, farming Simulator 16? Fuck, I'm sold. I'm there. Nah, man, man, it's all about Farming Simulator 17. That's where it's at. <laughs> no, no, 16 um, right. was probably the best that they did. <laughs> can confirm that xbox game pass i thought this is what i remembered because the the playstation one is definitely a streaming service isn't it it's like you say it's sort of part part xbox game pass is download the game so you want to play it is not streaming so while i agree with you you're not owning this stuff 9.99 to play those you know you get to see a thieves and you get like all the new halos and stuff like that's a fantastic price yeah it's not too bad i think i probably will do that because i'm like no i don't know I really don't know if I want. I'm just like, I there's some heard, games where I'm like, yeah, awesome. But then I'll say the same. I'm like, ah, there's only yeah, some Yeah, I still games. want to own it for sure. But like I have heard some people still saying the problem is that it's inevitable. But the future of this is it pushes multiplayer games. It doesn't, it kind of like strangles uh, single player games. Yeah. Uh, with the way that it works. And it's, yeah, I don't know. But you can't get away from it. Like it's going to be games as a service and games as an online subscription yeah. base it's basically xbox trying to become like steam like valve's yeah. move where they're like look we're an online distributor now everything just goes through us we have our own market like yeah our own service so everyone should come through us and we'll distribute your game and so that way you could get on the xbox game pass i'm interested in what the developers get through this i mean they're all in-house studios so i'm guess they've already been paid I don't know what sort of a cut they'd get from these anyway, but I mean, it would be more appetizing if Microsoft still had the great first party lineup that they had with 360, which they don't really have anymore. But that's uh, that's interesting to me too, because then, you know, like an acting point of view, so like voice actors, how are they going to get paid? Because then there would be, you know, you you still make money for when copies are sold. It's just like movies. You get money on that like back end. But if it's through Game Pass and you're on a major title, like, how are they going to keep track of that? And then I feel like you get shafted. Know. Yeah. Interesting. Do It'll be interesting. Yeah. Move. Seems good for Microsoft, but yeah. don't know about everybody else. Shitty for everyone else. <laughs> so yeah, we've got some releases we're going to talk about later. Those are the, I mean, there's been a whole bunch of news. Those are the two bits that, that were the most exciting yeah. that we've missed. Let's get in to the year because we are in... Uh, well, fuck no, man. We're, we're at the end of January now, which is terrifying. We are nearly a 12th through the year. <laughs> Holy shit. And there's been a bunch of stuff out already. We're going to talk games and movies. Movies. How should we do this? Should we mix them together month by month like both? Or should we just do games and then just do movies? I would say let's mix it. So that way, for those of you listening, you're going to have to listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) You you got to pinch all of the shit you don't hear. Good point. So we've already had in January Street Fighter V, the arcade edition, 
which is finally what that game should have been but sadly it's still only on ps4 it's not on xbox one or on on pc yeah it's just baffling is is it not on pc i think it is actually okay you're just lying now (laughs) (laughs) definitely not on xbox one i saw it the other day I mean, this is a fantastic game that didn't get much acclaim when it first came out just because it wasn't finished, basically. It was there for pro fighting. And yeah. now, finally, it's got all the content it should have had in it. But it just needs to come out on everything, man. It's yeah. crazy. We got The Vanishing of Ethan Carter, which was on PS4 Vanishing. last year. That came to Xbox One on 19th of January. That's a really cool game, man. It's really, really cool. It looks game. cool. Love it. Very atmospheric. Nice little sort of walking simulator. Assassin's Creed Origins, The Hidden Ones, is its first, or colon, The Hidden Ones. <laughs> That's the first DLC for Assassin's Creed Origins, I believe. That came out on 23rd of January, as did The Impatient, which is PSVR. And that's part of, what's it called? Until Dawn? Yeah. Um, thing. That's a new little, they call these little s- vertical slices that they're doing from that, rather than doing a proper Until Dawn sequel, which yeah. I want. <laughs> You know, I, I didn't beat it. I didn't beat the game. I, got, I was playing, remember? You let me borrow, and then I was playing it oh, yeah. just because I wanted to get a person killed in that game. Yes. And I was just like, this is too stressful, man. <laughs> I have to watch <laughs> someone play it. I really like that game a lot. I thought it was yeah. good fun. I'll watch you play it. I'll watch you play it again. All right. Deal. And then on the movies, we've already had Molly's Game, which came out last year. Limited came out na- nationwide. Really fucking cool. It's written by Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. If people don't know, it's genius. Did West yeah. Wing, The Newsroom, a social network. Uh, but he, this is his first directing debut as well. And I would argue the directing isn't so great, actually, but the story's fantastic. The acting's great. And the script is, as always, phenomenal. Nice. Danger um, uh, stood in for Jessica Chastain. So she met oh, Jessica, really? Jess- Jessica Chastain and all that. Nice. You should clarify who Danger is because that just sounds like weird to Danger. people. She's been on the podcast. People. That is true. Danger is everywhere. The Post came out nationwide. That's that Spielberg film that everyone's going crazy for. I didn't really like it, I gotta say. It, I didn't watch it because <laughs> he's in that formula where it's just like Oscar film, Oscar film. I'm like, man, I don't want to watch this. I already know what's going to happen. Some, some struggle, some triumphant thing based on a true story awesome orchestra score feel good yeah, at the this end. Is, you did this it. Is thing. this is like right up my alley like i love these kind of films and it's the kind of thing normally i would be fighting to make people go and see and they wouldn't and instead weirdly it's the other way around i went and saw it and i was like the acting's really good i think the story's fantastic but i thought the directing was really dull and actually lazy from spielberg and he really rushed it like he they just tried to get this out as quick as possible and they yeah. did it in like five months basically like the entire process yeah. but yeah people love it so he's got bigger things to do like animaniacs animaniacs the live action movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> insidious the colon the last key came out which is the fourth insidious movie i haven't seen that yet it's meant to be all right paddington 2 came out over here that was out in uk last year people over here have been going fucking crazy yeah. about that about what? Like I've noticed, like Paddington Two. I've noticed people yeah. go, "Oh my god, Paddington Two is like such a lovely, wonderful film." <laughs> blah blah. I didn't blah. Even watch the first one. I mean, I know the I book. Watched the, <laughs> I watched the first one on the plane, and I was like, "That was all right." It was one of those films where you feel like it felt like it, it felt like a Wes Anderson Trump? film without Wes Anderson. If you know what I mean? Okay. It's like it. This is fine, but I could totally see Wes Anderson doing this and it being phenomenal. You know? Yeah. What about that Wes uh, Anderson film that's based we'll on get the... There. <laughs> we'll oh, get that, there. That we'll, makes we'll get me there. so upset. 
Really? It looks awesome. It is, but just the people that they've all hired makes me upset. Oh, okay. All right, well, we'll get there when we get there. Uh, Proud Mary came out and people didn't really like it. The Commuter came out with Liam Neeson. People didn't really like it. Den of Thieves came out and 12 Strong came out. So that's what the start of the year has been. So let's look at... pretty strong year. What is coming. So in January, right now, technically for people it's just happened, but for us, just happening yesterday dragon ball fighters z <laughs> came out wait it just came out i thought it came out like a bit ago no just came out on pc January. didn't come out oh well i watched yesterday chris sabbath and sean whatever i can't remember his last name goku and vegeta they battled against each other on the game oh really yeah and chris killed it he destroyed goku I was playing a bit of this yesterday, last night, and today, actually, just for this podcast. Awesome. It it looks phenomenal. I want to play it so badly. And this is actually, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the same team who did, like, Budokai and stuff like that, isn't it? Like, it's. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And they've just been really smart because those games come out almost annually and they actually do really well without people knowing about it. Like, under the radar, they make a ton of money. I have Xeno, Xenoverse 1, and then number 2 there came you out, like, immediately the year later. And I was like, damn it. Well, But that's the problem. It's like, But the problem is, like, they do much better than people think they do. But for me, at least, I look at those games, and I know they're not amazing. They're always kind of 7s out of 10s. Yeah. And they've got these weird names after them, like Xenoverse or Budokai. And then it's, like, number 3 or number 5 or number whatever, you know. And there's a quite a lot of barriers, I think, for new people to jump on. So they've just been really smart, basically, in sort of cleaning the board. Naming it Dragon Ball Fighters is such a stupid, awesome name. Yeah. <laughs> Both stupid and brilliant at the same time. And they've nailed the look of it in this one. Like, it looks so absolutely good. stacked. Yeah. Really Especially does. when you knock someone out with, like, a super and you kill them, they just, like, blast through rubble and you're yeah. in a new scenario. And you're just like, this is, this is what oh, I want. It's gorgeous, man. And it plays yeah. really good. Like, it really does. I'm not a pro fighter, so I don't know about the balancing of it. But it feels fun. I've only done a couple of hours with it. I mean, it's still it's still kind of stupid and goofy. There's way too many little loading screens. Yeah. There's, you know, the story mode. I don't know. It's all to do with like, I think it's, I haven't got that far through. I think it's you possessing Goku. It's really weird. And everyone's like, what? Who? Goku's like trapped inside his own body in his mind. Super Mario, Super Mario Odyssey style. Yeah, kind of. It's really weird. Ah, it's really this weird. new hair on Goku. <laughs> He's just wearing a hat and a mustache. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but no it's a cool game it really is and if you're remotely i would even say just it's a fighting game it's cool but if you're remotely interested in dragon ball this is definitely definitely the best dragon ball fighting game ever made (laughs) special beam cutter don't make me do the kami yabby 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 come here man (laughs) the special uh, sorry the other little tiny game that came out a little game called monster hunter world yeah it's a little indie game that we're all excited about this i feel again yeah. This is the game which you've had a big series of this game. Mostly been on handhelds, PSP and PS Vita. Mm-hmm. You had a Wii version, didn't you? That was the only other console version, I think. I think so. And then one was like maybe adapted to something. But this is a, this is a game that has a huge cult following, massive in Japan. It's been so big in Japan for like a decade now. Makes quite a bit of money under the radar. But again, it just seems too daunting to people. Partly because, yeah, it's a tough game. A lot of geeky nerdies like stuff to uh what do you call it uh, itemization of stuff and yeah customization kind of crazy but they've just come out with like this whole they've sort of swept the board clean there's no numbers just monster hunter world 
It feels definitive. The graphics are gorgeous and they've marketed it so well that everybody seems interested in this now, which is really interesting. It's like, this is, it's almost like the game's coming out for the first time, you know? Yeah. So it kind of feels like it's, you know, new, refined. So I was playing it, you know, like a lot of games, you have to like mix things to make items and you're just like, oh my gosh, I got to collect all this crap to make a potion. Now, as you're running, you pick up an item like an herb and it automatically changes it for you. And you're like, thank you. Oh, does you. it really? Thank you That's so awesome. much. Yeah. I basically That's just right. run. And then as I'm chasing the monster, I'm like, oh, just mashing B to pick up everything. I'm like, picked up an herb, picked up some antidotes. And I was like, so I grab it all on the way. So you've really nice. been playing this on beta for a while, haven't you? Played it, yeah, on and off. Like when they announced the beta, I played it for two days and then i forgot about it and i didn't complete all the quest on the playstation so i have like all these things that i can get rewards but i'm like i didn't complete some of them but the yeah it, it it's pretty simple i mean there's some things that i don't like if you want to really geek out and customize your stuff to your precise i don't know play style you can do that or if you're just a casual gamer it's not too daunting where you're like i gotta look up how to maximize my defense for and you're just like just stack on whatever and you'll be fine right right okay well yeah i mean that's i know a lot of people's worry we're getting together a little group to play which we're going to yeah. be starting either today or tomorrow i played through the first just the opening section and katie played through the open section we got adrian's going to do that so we're ready to get into the online stuff where we can yeah it's four yeah it's four play co-op for people who don't know uh you basically have yeah is it a bunch of is the world isn't all open to begin with is it you go from sort of section to section or is it all open in the beginning like the beginning section it's your in your little camp and then you go and you expand and then you can kind of just like run to different sections once you like kind of opened it up or you can fast travel i haven't tried running from my base all the way to like this new section i opened up but i think you can i think there's like subtle loading screens right but but yeah you can kind of just run it right 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 yeah it's yeah there's just like the uh yeah so then you go around and you basically there's lots of little creatures, but then there are these big, fucking, beautifully designed, unique, strange monsters yeah. that you have to take down to get resources, to get food, to get new things, to basically be able to go out and take down the bigger monsters. Yeah. That's very simple. You're basically loop. on a new world. So it's a new world, and you're a group of hunters that new hunters, like the fifth generation, pretty much, that go to this island, and you're trying to expand, you know, like your colony. You're trying to survive, and so you have to, like, spread out, understand the world, and you hunt monsters and find items or resources to like up the civilization in a way yep 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 yep. yeah i'm really i'm really excited to get into it but i haven't been able to do a co-op game in a while and we've got like a good roster of ones coming uh, which yeah. we'll get to in our list so, so i'm excited many. for all of these and i'm just like ex- oh man I, I i just started playing black desert online because it had a free week holy crap i'm just like man mmos have gone crazy where there's like if you haven't played since day one it's just like all this new style and it's like really fast it's really crazy so what else is coming out in january wolfenstein 2 the new colossus the diaries of agent silent death the, the dlc bits for that that are coming out on the movie front we've got maze runner the death cure just started Woo! yeah i'm actually i'm a big maze runner fan me too I like these movies yeah awesome yeah, yeah. i thought you were gonna shoot me down when i said that so i do <laughs> it's good it's fun they're they're my favorite 
yeah like you know like there's so many kids novels turned into movies they're my favorite ones personally. yeah i prefer him to hunger games i think it's good fun and it's the director these are the only films he's ever directed to these three which is crazy but he's doing a good job yeah man almost killed an actor but you know doing a good job <laughs> did he really yeah dylan o'brien got like in a gnarly accident because of uh, oh, a stunt that went wrong oh shit he almost died i mean Fuck. i don't know how tragic like he it was like one of those he jumps onto the back of another vehicle but then like something happened and he kind of like went under right i okay. don't know how bad it was you know because it could have been anything as they were going like five miles per hour and then he slipped and then like they stopped at or the truck's really high and then he went out under i don't know yeah yeah he looks fine but i'm also <laughs> like you almost killed an actor <laughs> kill an actor you're done forever the, you don't that is true you don't come back from that yeah oh unless you're uh landis <laughs> who did he kill dude he killed was it vic Morrow or whatever twilight zone do we need to, do we need to say allegedly to this or is this <laughs> no yeah dude it was the this horrible thing so basically in the twilight zone he john landis was directing it and it was this insane helicopter stunt thing where uh, Vic has these two kids and he's like going through the water and then the helicopter like everything's explodes like during Vietnam and then so when they're doing that like all these pyrotechnics are going it's crazy and then the helicopter just like poof, clips and then falls and first the blades like hit them and then the, the helicopter hits them and you're just like dude they're gone everyone's hit. like and they're filming it so you see Fuck. it you see oh, it no. like in a split of a second they're gone you're like oh that's real they kept that in well, no, they, they they never aired it, but, like, that's the footage. Oh, okay. Like, you know, you have oh. to give, like, the... And then it got released to the public, and, you know, it's out there. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. gnarly. But basically, he should have gone to jail, but the first AD, for sure, went to jail, and then he laid super low, and basically everyone else kind of suffered in his... for his thing, and then he laid low and just produced and stuff. Weird with stuff like this. We yeah. talked about it before, didn't we? I think about the amount of action films and racing films with stunt drivers and yeah. stunt people dying like them, and people just not documented people on there and stuff. It yeah, was, yeah, it was really sure. sketchy. But even, yeah. but even when it's all legit, it's also like you're making a dumb movie and someone died in it. It's like it's not worth it. It's yeah. really not worth it. Anyway, Hostiles is also coming out. That came out in the UK at the end of last year. People really love this movie. Uh, this is the cowboy film with Christian Bale. But we're going to get to that in our releases section. And Please Stand By also comes out, uh, which we'll get to again in our releases section. So that is it for January. Then moving into February, we have movies like the brilliantly titled Fifty Shades Freed, <laughs> which, which I still don't understand. Uh, and the uh, tagline is, you don't want to miss the climax. It's, oh, it's fucking ridiculous, man. Have you, did you watch the trailer for this? I'm just... No. I, it's gobsmacking. It's I absolutely will, gobsmacking. I saw it on the list of things to to watch and i went nope not even gonna waste my time <laughs> it is just you're watching you're just like i don't understand who watches this it's just so so terrible particularly at this age right now that we're living in you know of progressiveness it's just so redundant <laughs> anyway what else is going on blah, blah, blah. assassin's creed origins the curse of the pharaohs comes out on the 6th of march oh no sorry i'm jumping way ahead yeah Fuck. you jumped super far ahead uh, shadow of the colossus there you go the remaster uh, well, not even remastered, a completely built from the ground up again version of the classic game from Team Ico. This looks, you know, beautiful. Uh, yeah. I love this game a lot. I'm excited to get back to it. I've heard the controls, they haven't changed the controls 
and it's just as clunky as it used to be. <laughs> Which we redesigned this from the ground up, but we forgot to implement controls. So we're just going to load in the old ones. I just don't understand why you do that. It's just like, if you're going to do it, then fix everything, you know? I I feel like, though, people say that, but then you go into the controller settings and then there's like, you can play it the old way or this new map button bindings because they do that because some people are just like, oh, I just want to hop into the new one and play with the old style. And then they're like, well, there's this new map layout if you want to play it. All right. Well, yeah. Let's find out. February. That's what you got confused about was the six. Yep. I got confused with my months. Coming out after that, it's Kingdom Come colon Deliverance. Have you seen this? This yes. is like, this is kind of crazy. I want to play it. I th- it's on PC, right? And only PC? Yeah, PC. No, yeah. no, it's on so uh, consoles, consoles as well. Yeah. yeah. I differently want to play it. Yeah. It's very weird. It looks- kind of like a real life Skyrim in yeah, a way. It's like historically accurate. Be a bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm going to be. I'm going to be William Wallace. <laughs> But yeah, it's like I don't I don't know much about the the history that it's set in to be honest. Yeah, I don't but I know either. it's painstakingly recreated, historically accurate, uh, to- topographically accurate, but then basically sort of finesse of something like Skyrim. You know, yeah, what uh, do you think? Keep getting this game confused with this other game that's about the Black Plague, <laughs> and you oh, really live in a world where there's a Black Plague. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah. Owlboy is coming out on the 13th of Feb. This was on PC, was it two years ago even? Or was yeah, it I thought it was year? Old Boy. And I was like, what? There's an Old Boy video <laughs> game? Because that's... Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> you should <laughs> do an Old Boy Infinite Runner where you're just going down the corridor forever. Yeah, actually <laughs> a fun game. I'm sure we could easily program that. <laughs> oh, How far right, can you get it. beating up people with your stamina? And no, one's, no one's allowed to make that game. That's ours. <laughs> Secret of Mana is yes. getting... A new version on 15th February. This is just for PlayStation. It's not coming out on Xbox, I don't think. Makes sense. I love the original Secret of Mana so fucking much. This, I don't know about, Justin. Gotta say, buddy. I don't know. I don't like that weird 3D I like style it. little people's. It's, it's also interesting to me that it's not on Nintendo and Sony. Because I feel like both of them should have it. I don't think it's on Nintendo. I know it's definitely no, it's coming not, to yeah, PlayStation. It's definitely 4. on PS4, but I'm like... It originally was on Nintendo, so you should have it on your old consoles yeah. as well. Well, for me, it was the main reason I wanted to get my SNES Mini Classic, or Super Nintendo Mini Classic, is because it had the original Secret of Mana on there, which is still two-player, and you get the two pads with it, so it's awesome. It's really cool. Um, I'm hoping, I'm presuming that this new version, again, built from the ground up, comes with the original well, version. With the same controllers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same clunky controls now. What else is going on? We've got Faye finally 16th of feb i've never been as excited about this game as most people some people yeah, like it looks like eh. and then we got metal gear survive at the end of february the first metal gear game ever not with kojima behind the wheel i was watching extensive like hours and hours and hours of footage of people playing this game there was a test or not test you could play it for free like a demo of it yeah yeah and here's the weird thing it looks okay like it looks all right it's this weird sort of survival go out you mine stuff you bring it back you build up your base you can play it online with people as well and you just get hordes and it's basically just like (laughs) you know like when they added to gears of war oh you know we have that awesome campaign and we have the awesome online everyone likes well now you also have horde mode it's basically it pisses me off now we get these games like well we're just one of those three things (laughs) (laughs) and we don't do it even as well as that game did nearly (laughs) 10 years ago i mean it looks fine 
it certainly, I think, is going to disappoint anyone who's looking for a Metal Gear game because this is not a Metal Gear game. Yeah, like, why don't you just don't release this? Just remaster one. Just just, just uh, remaster one, and that's it. But Call it's just it a it's a bizarre choice for them. It really is. I think if they just release this under a different name, sure, it probably won't do much. Yeah, it's going to do more people Metal Gear. It, they could have just called it Gray Fox or something. You know, it's like a training protocol. It's yeah, not, it's not even or Metal Gear Solid training protocol. I don't know. Don't call it yeah. Metal Gear Solid. It's nothing solid about it. It looks like trash. And 5 was so recent, and all of that controversy was so recent. It's like, just go away, take your time, and come back with a proper sequel. Do, if you want to do your own vision, then sure, do your own vision. But yeah. like, I've still yet to play 5. It. It's on my PlayStation, and I was waiting. <laughs> you should play, man. It's a great game. No, it's a commitment. Yeah, it is a, it is a big old game. Big old game. What else is going on? Well, in the movie front, uh, other than Fifty Shades Freed, if that wasn't the only thing you want to see in February, Peter Rabbit comes out. Uh, that's on 9th of February. And then the big Marvel movie, Black Panther, comes out on 16th of Feb. Valentine's Day. Ish. I'm looking forward to this in that yeah. it's Marvel. You got Martin not- Freeman in it. And you got. That's true. And uh, what's his name? Andy the Serkis. main actor's really good. Yeah, and Andy Serkis is in it. And he's a yeah, badass. The guy plays. I like Black Panther a lot in Civil War. I just don't know how much of this world i'm going to enjoy in the film that i've seen so far but yeah, yeah. but i Marvel, do I, so. i'm excited to see andy circus because he usually plays like ah, i'm kind of weird he's never like oh, i'm a badass yeah. mercenary looking buff guy yeah that's true and i was like whoa uh, that's dude what what the heck yeah i mean this is the last marvel film we get before the infinity war begins yeah isn't it? so at least it's the end of a end of an era until glove boy turns up and everything's gonna be about who michael jackson? glove yeah michael jackson <laughs> michael jackson pops up secret secret end game enemy for the marvel cinematic universe also coming out in the u.s is early man which is already out in the uk this is the new film from ardman animation who did wallace and gromit for anyone yes who knows those. i am uh, i can run yeah chicken, yeah chicken so run. good uh, so good pirates as well they did i haven't seen that one that's the one i really wanted to see well yeah i okay so on the ign uk podcast i heard them talking about this and here's something that i feel people need to know because some people from early man might go back now apparently early man's not amazing by the way just so people know but pirates is meant to be amazing but they redub a lot of animation you know from country to country and from england to america they've redubbed pirates with different you know voices with some different voices some like because like certain people aren't a draw to american audiences like they are to english audiences so they get in other guests you know yeah and they actually toned down the humor of it because it was a bit too english naughty it was a bit too fable you know they wanted it to be a bit more pc so they actually rewrote a bunch of it so the american version of pirates Sucks. is nowhere near as good apparently as the uk version and what's even more fucked up is on the uk netflix it's showing the u.s version of pirates what a bunch so of it's actually kind of hard to get hold of the proper original version you of have Pirates. It? I have it in the UK, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, I yeah. want to watch it, so. Because I kind of, like, if I was the creator, I'd be pissed off about that. I'd yeah, like, I'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. What else is coming out in February? Game Night. So this is that, what's it called? It's this horror film starring Rachel McAdams and Jason Bateman, which is, yeah, about a group of friends who meet regularly for game nights and then they find themselves trying to solve a murder mystery and they don't believe it's real, so it's kind of, it's a real horror comedy. And they keep thinking everything that's happening is just part of the murder mystery, but potentially real things are happening. I don't know. I haven't seen the film yet. 
It looks all right. It looks like a... It's kind of hard to make good horror comedies. I'm not a big Jason Bateman fan, but I do like Rachel McAdams a lot. And then the same day, we're getting Annihilation. This is the new Alex Garland film, which is the director of Ex Machina. And then he wrote films like 28 Days Later and Dread. And this is starring... What's her face? Fuck no. Uh, Natalie Portman. Yeah. Jennifer Jason Leigh. Oscar Isaac. Uh, The girl that plays Valkyrie. I can't remember her name. So yeah, the summary on IDB is a biologist signs up for a dangerous secret expedition where the laws of nature don't apply. I've seen the trailers for this for a while. Half of it I really like the look of. The other half looks way too CGI for me. Like way too CGI. But it's Alex Garland. So I'm always interested in his films. And also on the 23rd of February is Every Day, which uh, is starring uh, Debbie Ryan and Mario Bello and Owen Teague. What are you laughing about? I just like what's coming on the 23rd of February. It's almost like a sign. Game Night Annihilation every day, the 23rd of February. (laughs) Mark your calendars, mankind. (laughs) Yeah, so this film looks kind of horrible, but I actually like the idea of it. It's about a shy teenager who falls for someone who transforms into another person every single day. And it's, it's very, very, very... It's based on a book, and it's very now like it's very sort of message heavy you know of yeah. love transcends what someone looks like and their race and their color and their sex and you know like everything yeah. and i actually think it's a really lovely message and from the trailer i'm like i really like that idea this just looks too tweeny you know yeah but it's a cool idea i love I'm you in but it. you're a vampire who cares watch it dude watch the trailer for this film because it, the the lead girl in it basically it's like she just has to make out with 20 different people because every day yes. it looks like someone else <laughs> so it's, there's so much of her just kissing different people that is february so then machi machi time are you ready we have surprise to everyone assassin's creed origins the curse of the pharaohs that comes out on 6th of march some dlc there then we've got actually i saw the games we've got devil may cry the hd collection on the 13th of march this was out this doesn't include DMC though, does it? I don't think. I think it's just those original trilogy, and this was already out on last on 360 and PS3, the HD collection. So they're just wheeling it out again. Let's bring it out one more time. We've got Golem or Golem. This is a PSVR thing coming out 13th of March, I which just, is weird. It's got like card elements to it yeah. and RTS elements to it. Sorry, what are you going to say? Oh, no, I just watched that trailer for every day. And I skimmed it really quick. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, yeah, it's very tweet. And then after I went like, also, this is like probably like, ah, do what you want. <laughs> make out with anyone. You could recut yeah. this, make it a whole different type of movie. Oh, definitely. Just take out a couple of bits of important information. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you it's could just a girl and then put like a fun with a serious thing, And you just be like, I'm going to do what I want to do this summer. Boom, boom. <laughs> and then just up beams and sassy lines with that yeah, with everybody yeah on the 20th of march we've got attack on titan 2 because the first video game was so shitty why not have another go at it we got assassin's creed rogue remastered rouge. This, <laughs> just kidding. Rouge remastered. this is a surprise to me because this was the game which one was it was it unity and at an executive same time this one came out on 360 so they had a, a two, a, two completely different Assassin's Creed games, completely different, coming out on the same day on 360 and Xbox One and PS3 and PS4. And one was better. <laughs> yeah, and what well, Rogue was apparently the better one, but no one played it because it was on last gen. 
So this is finally the chance to do that because they've remastered it for Which is essentially part two of uh, Black Flag. Yeah, essentially. So people should definitely check this out if you're Assassin's Creed fans. And also on the 20th of March is a little game called Sea of Thieves. Oh, boy! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Talking about co-op games that are coming out this year, man. Oh, boy. This is game. You go solo. I'm going to be a solo sailor pirate boy. How much running around do you have to do to raise your little... How do you see where you're going when you've got your mast? No, well, when you're solo, your ship is a lot smaller and your anchor's behind you and then your, like, uh, sails control things are to the right of you. I mean, you have, like, a lower deck. It's smaller. But you're fast. You're, like, you're way faster. So, you know... Really? If you're being chased, you can outrun them. But if you're, you know, you're parked and you get hit, like, it's gonna be heavy. You're gonna get decimating but it's easier for you to like repair and stuff because then you just like straight sail away and then you just run under and you just quickly try to repair your thing i don't think you can outspeed the bigger ships like if you both have wind like behind you i think they will easily catch up but you can turn and you can pass them really quickly but you just got nimble yeah you're more nimble tiny cat i haven't cat at the sea been in a fight on my little boat which i don't know if they partner you or in the same server with the big ones but i've seen someone on a two-person ship actually no i think i have seen a solo sailor and i stole a ship and i forced him to play music on it (laughs) and followed our boat and then his ship sank and so i went back to my boat are you allowed to talk much about like the detail of stuff that you've played yeah, the closed beta i mean i think i could talk about it now i don't know i mean it's like about to launch <laughs> don't you get in trouble man there's a lot of cool updates i mean the closed beta uh now like there's a lot of things like people could talk about so there's different factions or like reputations you could build you have the gold like pirates or whatever they're called i can't remember exactly but basically you get all your quests to treasure hunt so they're like the treasure hunting guild and then there's ones who like to not spiritual but basically you go and you try to find the skulls of deceased pirates and things and there's a lot of reward for that and then you've got what is it these trade fleet people where you basically go and you do like sail to deliver goods or you go to these islands and you pick up materials or things and you just basically are a merchant trade ship but i know those people's worry was like is there enough to actually do like do you get bored in between stuff like no because there's a lot to do if you're playing with friends it's pretty fun you can always just decide like ah screw it i don't want to get anything i'm just gonna intercept ships and raid them and take whatever they have you can make a look before they get back to okay yeah i'm I'm fine yeah really excited about this game i really am it looks to me like the right amount of action if i want it but also peacefulness if i want peacefulness it's a really beautiful game man fucking pumped i'm sad i'm still sad it's so far away i keep thinking oh it's right around the corner no march March. so far oh my god um and i'll be back the day it comes out it's like the day after i get back to the uk so fuck (laughs) it'll be a good way to stay in contact man we can keep playing yeah we're like all right Also out on Master 20th is Yakuza 6, colon, The Song of Life. More colon, Yakuza games. This. We only had three last year. Yeah, uh, how many this one Yakuza does look games? Really cool. Yeah, we finally got five over, which had been out for a few years in Japan. We got that last year. And then they had a remake of one, which is called Kwame, and then Kwame 2 for a remake of two. So they're going to gradually remake them all. 
almost wild in the continuum. But to be fair, it looks awesome. Yakuza 6 looks cool. Then at the end of March, 23rd of March, we've got Nino Kuni 2, The Revenant Kingdom. Yeah. Heck yeah. I haven't even played the first one, but I really love everything about that game. Yeah, I played a bit of it. I'm a huge because it was animated or designed by Ghibli and the yeah, Japanese studio, which has closed down since then. So this is, I don't actually know if they're behind this in any form or if maybe some of the people since they quit Ghibli have been working on this. But yeah, the first game was really cool. This one doesn't look as cool as to me. I don't like the era it's set in quite as much. Yeah. Uh, the first one was very sad, but it was just turn-based battles and I hate turn-based battles. So yeah. I struggled. 23rd of March, another great co-op game coming out called A Way Out. A Way Out. That's the theme song. This is basically, if you ever see the TV show Prison Break, this is basically that. Two of you working together to get out of prison. You can play couch co-op as well with nice split screen elements. This looks so cool. Uh, there's a nice little trailer out that I suggest people go yeah. and watch. Uh, really sold it to me. What Dante told me, if I remember correctly, so the guy that made the game he was making it by himself or whatnot and then he had his brother do one of the voices really yeah, yeah. that's cool that's cool i think this like was it's or, like with senua's sacrifice or whatever from last year hellblade that it just used someone in in this girl in their office and then she ended up becoming yeah senua they didn't end up casting but also else. like how this is kind of a little bit like uncharted for just yeah, really long uncharted one of for them does look a lot like nate's brother yeah he yeah. really does and then at the very end of march 27th there's one more game still to come been delayed a few times now far cry 5 which is another game that i'm going to be playing co-op for sure and i fucking love the far cry game so much yeah man. then me and katie's most played games over the duration of our relationship just a lot um, of crying <laughs> <laughs> from a long way away this looks it looks beautiful watching all these playthroughs it looks like all the stuff that you like from far cry but it has got a brand new sort of i don't know the approach of it set more in the mid well north midwest of america uh yeah. this weird political climate loads of dumb stuff still happening in it as well like just really stupid stuff to do with <laughs> like there's great videos of people just setting fire to like pigs and then sending them into battle <laughs> against people and that's like stealing like biplanes and i just ah, it looks awesome man so excited yeah most of the games for me that i'm really excited about are coming out in march movies in march we've got alpha which one's this this is the one oh yeah this is kind of weird this is a story of survival set twenty thousand years ago during the last ice age it looks kind of cool it's got cody smith mcphee in it yeah worth checking out death wish which got pushed from last year this is the remake of the classic film this is a bruce willis remake that's also on the second of march Brucey. we've got red, red sparrow on the second of march which is Jennifer Lawrence, Joel Egerton. And this is directed by Francis Lawrence, who directed a whole bunch of The Hunger Games and I Am Legend. So I like half of what he did. Have you seen the trailer for this? It's like, it looks so like an old film. Which Again, one? it just seems like a weird film to bring out right now. Red Sparrow. Uh, where it's about ballerina yes. Dominika yeah. is recruited to Sparrow School, which is a Russian intelligence service where she's forced to use her body as a weapon. Like, this doesn't really seem of the time. <laughs> but yeah it feels like it should have come out last year it feels like it should have come out in the in the 80s <laughs> i guess i mean atomic blonde came out so i think they had to push their thing i mean yeah but atomic blonde like it's just the fact and maybe there'll be a twist on it in the film but the fact that all the marketing is really selling she has to use her body as a weapon like that's like yeah it's just weird but i'm guessing there'll be like a twist on it 
now that for like where she realizes it's not even not. her body <laughs> it's the government's all along and now she has to escape her body what does that even mean in the movie we learn she's more than a body she's a personality <laughs> red sparrow the poem uh, that's the truth <laughs> On the 9th of March is finally the sequel to The Strangers called Pray at Night. I actually know some people who have been involved with the making of this. They say it's not looking that great. Pray um, at night. I'm still going to see it. I love the first Strangers. This is obviously not going to be anywhere near as good. But hey ho. It's directed by the, the guy who did some films I like. He did a film, a UK film called Storage 24 that was all right. Did a UK film called F. And a film that Justin's going to laugh at me at again because every time we have to bring it up on the podcast, he directed 47 Meters Down, the shark movie, <laughs> which I really like. I could so. do this all night. <laughs> I think it's one of the best shark movies ever made. Also on the 9th of March, A Wrinkle in Time. This looks not my cup of tea. This is the film with Reese Witherspoon, Chris Pine, fucking, wasn't Oprah Winfrey's in it, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is a Disney movie about after the disappearance of her scientist father, three peculiar beings send Meg, her brother, and her friend to space in order to find him. Space fine. Do not like the poster. <laughs> I do not like the tiny bit of the trailer that I watched before I stopped watching it because it was upsetting me. But it's from the director, uh, sorry, producer Selma, some other notable films, but yeah, yeah, whatever. It'll make loads of money and I won't probably see it. So it won't make loads of money because it won't make your money. Exactly. Film that just sort of came out of nowhere and I only learned about today is called The Hurricane Heist. <laughs> this is from the producer from the producer? No, sorry, from the director of the original The Fast and the Furious. And okay. Here's the summary. Thieves attempt a massive heist against the US Treasury as a category five hurricane approaches. <laughs> that's literally it. Well, we all know how that's gonna end. Horribly. <laughs> it looks fucking terrible and I kinda wanna see that. Uh, what else? You Were Never Really Here comes out. This is very cool looking with Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Alessandro Nivola, who is not in films enough these days. I love him. Directed by Lynn Ramsey. So Lynn Ramsey is a phenomenal director who has made so few films. Uh, she directed Ratcatcher in 1999. Then she directed Morven Caller in 2002, which is one of my favorite films. Then nine years later, she directed We Need to Talk About Kevin in 2011. And now it's been six years, and this is her newest one since then. She's only done four films since 1999, but they've all been excellent so far. And this is kind of... Okay, so it says, A traumatized veteran, unafraid of violence, tracks down missing girls for a living. When a job spins out of control, Joe's nightmares overtake him as a conspiracy is uncovered, leading to what may be his death trip or his awakening. The trailer to this looks fucking brilliant. I love it. I'm very excited about this film. 16th of March, though brings us a little video game movie tomb raider mm. we've been we've been championing this for a long time purely on the fact that it was directed by raw uthag who i love who's a norwegian director who did the wave a couple of years ago and he did fritvilt cold prey this great slasher film back in 2006 the trailers are out now justin how are you feeling about tomb raider is it going to be finally the the first great video game movie or is it going to be another shit pile? Uh... Uh, you know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i think it'll be okay hopefully you think it's going to be at least a watchable video game movie if not a great one yeah it'll be watchable enjoyable you know i'm more surprised with just how close they're sticking to that reboot video game story 
Like it looks beat for beat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I, I I don't wanna I don't wanna get my hopes too high, you know. I mean it looks really good, but at the same time You've been I, let down I, so many times. Yeah, and I feel like it's kind of walking that fine line where it gets a little tacky because it tries to keep some of the I don't know. You know, like when someone tries to remake something and then they add that little like weird kind of like 90s humor in and you're like, why are you doing yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or just haircut even or casting yeah. decision with one actor or something. Yeah. It's like, why? No, just let it be modern. I find it bewildering with computer game movies. You keep getting people with great talent like Warcraft, great, great talent. Assassin's Creed, incredible talent. Yeah. And now this one. And then you see the trailers and all day, then they eventually come out and you're like, how are you just missing the mark every time? Like every time. Yeah, you're literally trying to make it a video game. You're like, this is a movie. You have to take the source material and adapt it for what you're doing it for. Stop trying to make a video game movie. Just make an effing movie. I mean, hopefully this will still be entertaining, like you say, but whether it'll be as good as as good as the talent involved, I don't know. But again, if you can't make a great video game movie when you have directors as good as this, actors as good as this, and with with fucking Assassin's Creed, like it was everybody involved was so talented and just a I didn't hate girl. that movie. I didn't actually hate it. Like I thought bits of that movie were really good and bits were terrible. Sal- salvageable but, uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. Anyway, Tomb Raider, 16th of March. Especially, also why, out. There's, this is the part that like makes me cringe every time. It's where she's running to jump mm-hmm. and the wing yeah. breaks. And she goes, it gets quiet. And it goes, she goes, ha. You're like, what? <laughs> what is this weird <laughs> grunt moan? For what reason? It's the exertion. That's the sound you make, ha. man, when you're jumping from boat to ocean. Uh, what else? Flower is coming out on 16th of March. This is a movie. Uh, about a sexually curious teenager who forms an unorthodox kinship with a mentally unstable stepbrother. Uh, who made this? This is Max Winkler. Hasn't done anything that much. But yeah, I saw the trailer for this. It looks all right. Looks kind of like another one of those dysfunctional teen movies. Um, and then just after that, wrapping everything up, the end of March, we're getting Pacific Rim colon uprising, <laughs> which is a, which you definitely see a doctor about. This is with Scott Eastwood. We've got John Boyega. Directed by Stephen S. D. Knight, who directed, well, he's been producer on Smallville, Daredevil, Angel, and a TV show called Travel Boobs, I'm seeing here. Ah. Where he's the creative consultant. Nice. (laughs) Well, he's directed episodes of Daredevil, Dollhouse, Smallville, and Angel. So the first trailer for this I saw looked so bad. We all turned to each other when we were in the cinema and we're like, what the fuck is this? This looks terrible and then i saw a trailer on mute when i was in a bar the other night and i was like what is this this looks really cool because <laughs> i saw like the big monsters and stuff <laughs> i think this is going to be a terrible movie but the question is can it be a fun terrible movie you know did you like the first pacific rising at all uh, i haven't seen it yet you haven't seen it? I, no, seen it. I didn't like it it's the only guillermo del toro film that i really have disliked that's me like you don't like robots i love robots man but i love monsters more than i like robots my okay yeah sorry the last two films of march we have isle of dogs which you were talking about earlier oh, this man. is where's anderson's new film animated in the same way as he did fantastic mr fox so that cool sort of stop motion yeah. stuff based on 
The Isle of Dogs. <laughs> the Isle of Dogs. Starring a million people, including Francis McDormand, Scarlett Hansen, Greta Gerwig, Brian Canston, Cranston, Tilda Swinton, Edward Norton, Leif Schreiber, Bill Murray, Jeff Goldblum, Harvey Keitel, Ken Watanabe. Fucking everybody. That's the only Japanese guy, though. Like, that's what upsets me, is that it's about the Isle of Dogs. And I, and I get it's like a Japanese little kid and all that, but everyone on it is white people. And I mean, granted, well, it's white dogs. Be, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of dogs, and there's. But I mean, you're. This is what appropriation is, essentially. You're just taking someone's culture and going. You know what? I'm going to make this a story, and I'm going to do it. And yeah, granted, it's filming. To be but, fair, it's like I mean, they make a lot of. I don't know yet the context of the film, but from the trailers, there's quite a lot of Japanese people speaking Japanese. They're not just just not played by big actors, so. Old big actors that we would call big actors, at least, because we don't know the culture very well. Yeah, but and also the Japanese people. I mean, it's just the dogs and the boy. That's, I think, the whole, you know, main cast. It's like, well, you could have, like, there's a ton of, like, capable Japanese actors who can play the dogs. Also, you're in Japan, so they should have a Japanese accent. It doesn't make sense not to. Well, they have this entire, I mean, again, it's hard to tell what that's in the context of the film, but, like, in the trailers the whole point is that dogs don't understand him because he's not because he's speaking japanese which is yeah it could be taken very badly or it could be yeah, taken as why, well they're dogs so they don't speak the language so we're just in the dog world where we hear it in english but what's more interesting to me is like this film will play in japan right yeah so in japan they'll obviously redub all of the dogs into japanese yeah but i just so don't see why not what then happens yeah. with the dogs not understanding the kid who's going to be speaking japanese yeah that just, confuses the fuck out of me. Is the kid then going to speak like Chinese or something? No, like, I just think they should have just done a whole thing without being like, hey, let me use this actual place or this whole story and just use it for my own. I don't know. It, it's just interesting because it's like a lot of people do love Wes Anderson and a lot of people like, you know, animations and stuff. But it's, I don't know. It, that's the kind of stuff that like makes me go like, well, that's kind of something that you know you should do something about because i'm maybe a a minority and it i just feel like there's opportunities for you know when there's things of culture like you should try to make an effort to have more of people of that culture work on it well i mean there are a lot of japanese again there are a lot of japanese people but yeah they're not the dogs so let's wait let's see the film Uh, like i think you could have a point it just depends how they deal with it in the context of the whole film um, so they'll need to, they'll need to get our money first, Justin. <laughs> That's where they would. Other people are gonna be like, "I love it," and I might be like, "Yeah, it was entertaining, and awesome." But still, I still feel this way. <laughs> to be fair, Justin, there's a uh, there's an island in East London called Isle of Dogs as well. So maybe it's all set there. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, whoa! Actually, it takes place. <laughs> they just poorly Twist. CG a British flag over <laughs> the Japanese flag. It's just oi done, oy. done. But in a Japanese accent, I'd be like oi. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an English Japanese accent. Yeah. Oi there. Oh. And, and on the, before we go way off the fucking rails, on the 30th of March, our last film is Ready Player One, the Steven Spielberg adaptation of the, uh, is it a best selling book? I don't know. Huge book. I don't know if you're ready community. for it. With starring lots of people Simon Pegg, Olivia Cook, Ben Mendelsohn, Hannah John Kamen. Cayman? Cayman? I don't know. I really don't like the trailers to this. What about... How's it feeling to you? Because I know some people are really loving the look of this. Yeah, the trailer to me is kind of like, meh, as well. I do like how they have a million video game characters in there. 
I'm like, yeah. wow, you, this movie must have cost a shit ton because you have so many different properties in it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and you have the voice actors of those properties, so that's even more expensive. Yep, yep. Yeah, and that runs out. So I want to get out of here in the next 10 minutes so we got okay. like a nice condensed podcast for once. Yeah. So I want to very quickly, Justin, I'm going to spring this on you right now. Okay. I want you to look at that list. I want you to pick one game that isn't out, out yet dogs. that you're most excited about. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to pick one film that you're most excited about in this first quarter of the year. Just one. Okay. So first quarter, so January. No, no, January, February, March, like the entire, like oh, all these, the three, these quarters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pick one game and one film. Well, I mean, I'm already playing Monster Hunter, so that's already out. And I've been playing Sea of Thieves. I would say Sea of Thieves full-blown would be amazing, and it is. I'm really excited to try out Kingdom Come Deliverance. Wow, interesting choice. I was going to say Far Cry, but I haven't played Far Cry since, like, number one. Really? Yeah. I just It's a huge commitment to it. Far Cry is great. You can just jump in and out of it all the time. Like, it's just like... You can spend hours or you could just spend 20 minutes. It's really cool. Yeah, Kingdom Come, though. That's a nice choice. like that. I'm with you, though. Like, I'm, I haven't played Sea of Thieves other than a tiny bit I played at E3 years ago now. I'm very excited for Sea of Thieves. I'm very excited for Far Cry 5. One I know I love. One I'm unsure how much I'm going to love. I'd say if I could have one today, I'm going to say Sea of Thieves just because it's something new and fresh, and I'm excited about that. As with movies, what movie are you most excited about? out of that list that's coming up well it came out today so i'm not gonna say maze runner but that's the one i actually am <laughs> the Mars runner Mars you can say that you haven't seen it yet so you don't know if it disappointed you so man it's it's between annihilation ready player one and black panther Ooh, yeah you don't get three you I gotta know. pick one I'm going to go with Annihilation because I love I love Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaac and Jennifer, who I met and had the pleasure of working with. She's oh, a phenomenal nice. actress. So I'm excited to see that movie. And I like the writer. Yeah, Alex Garland's awesome. Well, I'm going to... So for me, actually, look at this list. I'm surprised. There's a lot of films I'm going to see. There's not that many that I'm really, really excited yeah. for at all. I'm really excited for You Were Never Really Here, which is that new film that we're talking about with Joaquin Phoenix. I'm yeah. cheating slightly, though, because it doesn't come out in the US until April but it's out in the UK in 9th of March. So if I'm going for one that's out in the US like everything else here, <sighs> honestly, there's nothing that's really, really, really pulling me in. Yeah. It's probably Isle of Dogs <laughs> just to piss you off. You asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for sure, like for me, you were never really here. It's the one on that list at least nice. I'm most excited for. All right, so let's very quickly just say what's coming out this week because there is not much at all that is happening in the world. Hostiles, which we talked about earlier, this is a Western film that people are loving, directed by Scott Cooper, who did Out of the Furnace, Crazy Heart, and Black Mass, starring Scott Shepard, Rosamund Pike, Ava Cooper, Christian Bale, David Midthunder, which is about in 1892, a legendary army captain reluctantly agrees to escort a Cheyenne. Is it Cheyenne? Is that how you pronounce that? Cheyenne? Cheyenne. Uh, Chief and his family through dangerous territory. Maze Runner, The Death Cure, directed by Wes Ball, as we mentioned, and all the people from Normal. Uh, the last part in the trilogy as well. And then Please Stand By, which is directed by Ben Lewin, starring Dakota Fanning, Tony Collette, and Alice Eve. This is about a young autistic woman who runs away from a caregiver in an attempt to submit her manuscript to a Star Trek writing competition. I watched the trailer to this. It looks really bad. Dakota Fanning playing a young autistic woman into Star Trek. 
not feeling it. Wait, there's wait, hold on. In Star Trek, there's wait, I missed this. No, no. I, I was checking an email and I Don't missed check emails. <laughs> Justin. You just go and watch the trailer for please stand by. It is Dakota Fanning playing an autistic woman who's obsessed with Star Trek, basically. Oh and okay. I, I, I do not do not like it. The only US Blu-ray release, honestly, just like nothing out. The only one that uh looks good to me is Napping Princess, which I'm excited about. This is an anime movie directed by Kenji, forget his second name, but it's a director who did a bunch of uh, Ghost in the Shell standalone complex. He kind of ran that TV show and he did Eden of the East. Really great anime director. This looks pretty cool. Napping Princess. And with games we talked about earlier, Monster Hunter World, Dragable Fighters, <laughs> and The Inpatient. Uh, that's all that came out this week. Anything else? Oh, box office, I guess. Here it is. We're a few days late, but these are the films that were the top 20 of last weekend and number 20 we have molly's game which as i said recommend number 19 is ferdinand number 18 is coco which i know ali loves that was in our top three films of last year number 17 is three billboards outside ebbing missouri which i finally saw uh, i like it a lot if you follow me on social medias at mr Al white then you can get my link to my favorite films of the year and i'll be talking about it there number 16 is the shape of water number shape 15 is water. darkest hour I recommend that as well. Shape of Water is great. Yeah, that's good. Darkest Hour at number 15. 14 is I, Tonya. 13 is Pitch Perfect 3. 12 is Phantom Thread, which I'm not going to say how high, but is incredibly high up my list of best films of last year. Number 11 is Proud Mary. 10 is Forever My Girl, which is a new release. Number 9 is Insidious The Last Key. Number 8 is Star Wars The Last Jedi. Number 7 is The Commuter. Number 6 is Paddington 2. <laughs> Number five is The Greatest Showman, which I've only heard terrible things about. The Greatest Showman. Uh, number four is The Post. And then we've got new entries with number three is Den of Thieves. Number two is 12 Strong. And at number one, holding in, it's at five weeks. Five fucking weeks. I think it's been in the number one spot the entire time, hasn't it, Justin? It's Jumanji. Yeah, Welcome to the I jungle. How do you feel about this? Because I, I really don't want to see this film. You know what? I was like, man, this is going to suck. But for what it is and what it was for, yeah, it wasn't bad. It was entertaining. You you really you really appreciate Jack Black at the end of the movie. The like, thing is, like, I have no problem with this movie, but it's not a Jumanji movie. No, it's just, it's like trying to make Jumanji, Jumanji relevant. But I don't think they're going to make like a whole other one. I think it was just like, let's just make one more Jumanji. What the hell is wrong with board games, man? I'm a, I love my video games, but Jumanji, like, it's all about the ball game. Yeah. If you watch it, you'll be like, okay. Like, I, I think you should watch it. Like, you will be like, uh, whatever. Katie, Katie is so angry about it that I don't think I'm allowed to. <laughs> uh, she- Tell Watson that it's for research purposes. <laughs> but I, got, right. I, I got to do it for research, for science. For science yep that's about everything if you want to help us out because we do this podcast for free if then you can head on over to weirdgeeks.com why don't I say if you want to help us out that doesn't help us out but you go to weirdgeeks.com which is where you can patch through to iTunes you can get this podcast that comes out almost every week almost every Tuesday at the moment it's been like every other week but whatever we do it for free because we're weird and every single Friday though without missing one we have our horror channel the Weird Geeks Horror Channel where we talk about an, a new instrument well, sorry, not a new instrument. I'm losing all my words, yeah. Justin. I'm failing. It's because you're deal in with Skyrim. A, a horror franchise. 
I got an arrow in the knee. It fucked me up. We deal with a new episode every single Friday where we deal with a different installment in a horror franchise. We take you all the way through the horror franchise, taking you through the meat of the film, discussing everything, and then we do a wrap-up episode. We've done Friday the 13th already. We've done Nightmare on Elm Street. We've done Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We literally... (laughs) We literally just completed Child's Play this week, which means next week, guess what? A new franchise is starting. (gasps) Justin? What? You're with me on this one, buddy. We've got the original team back, the Friday Friday 13th team back of me, Justin and Katie Watson coming back in to do all 10 films, count them, of the Hellraiser series. Hell's about to be raised. Are you excited? Yeah, I actually am. (laughs) You jump straight in and I warned you many times, man. Like, you have no idea where we're going, (laughs) where we're about to head. It's a fun journey. Like, I enjoy these, man. I really have a lot of fun watching them i learn a lot of a genre that i don't necessarily go oh yeah let's watch it now i'm like oh man it's you know there's a lot behind it and it's really cool i'm glad man i'm excited we've actually just watched the first one so we're all prepped because we're going to be recording in a couple of days time and then uh we're going to get together luckily to watch the a whole bunch of them together which would be great we can just pirate I, I, just- I must prefer i must prefer watching them together yeah because then it's fresh and you're like yeah yeah get that energy uh so yeah we're gonna do all the hellraiser films and then that's gonna lead us into some little ones we're gonna be doing scream we're doing the wreck series we're doing paranormal activity final destination this year and we're doing the halloween series which is the reason why i started the horror channel to begin with and i'm very excited and that's gonna lead up to the new halloween film at the end of this year what else if you're on weirdgeeks.com you can email us to let us know how much you hate us by clicking on the little button there or you can just email us at mail at weirdgeeks.com mail at weirdgeeks.com you can also head out to our twitch channel now we don't have much there but we got some cool surprises coming in 2018 on our twitch channel and if you go on it right now and just subscribe you'll be future-proofing yourself to get all of that cool crazy creative content justin what do you think about our secret project that's going to be coming to our twitch channel oh man it will blow your mind Because it's blowing my mind already. <laughs> I'm a little frightened by it, to be honest. But that should be coming hopefully end of February, I think, maybe, or in March. It'll be coming soon. Yeah. What else? If you're on weirdgeeks.com, then why not click on that little black emblem that says We Are Tessellate? Then you'll link on out to our publisher. They're a production company run right of London, LA, and Tokyo. And we've just made our first feature film, which is called Starfish. I'm in the last few weeks of post-production on that. I give all info on that by going to my social medias and through the We Are Geeks and We Are Tessellate social media. So you can find out all about the film and how you can support us. Because that's the only way you can support us is to help us with our films, help us with our music. I've got a new album out, actually. That's about to happen. About to record. Uh, sorry, about to tape. A couple new music videos for it. Ooh. The album is finished can, and ready. Can I be in one? Uh, yeah, you can be one. Ooh. And I'm excited to start getting that out there as well. So yeah, please do help support us because everything else we do for free. And it's exhausting and expensive. Do it so. now, go on! <laughs> um, and if you want to talk to us personally, then you can get to our own social medias. I'm Mr. Al White on everything. Mr. Al White. Also on the Xbox where you can play some PUBG, you can play some Friday 13th, and you can play some Monhun with us. Yeah, and see if these beta what about you macaroni i t s r a d l e y on pretty much every social medias and gaming platforms yeah you've taken away the question mark at the end always used to like your l e y yeah it's gotten better <laughs> i've been reading the three musketeers so my cadences or whatever they're called just affliction affliction has gotten better perfect love it we're gonna be out on the one hour 30 minute mark i am excited all right my friend 
Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. We'll be back next week. And we'll be back on Friday with the first of our Hellraiser episodes. Until then, we're out. Geeks! I missed your singing.